why I believe buying supplements online instead of in stores is a smarter choice in 2018. I avoid purchasing supplements in brick and mortar stores such as Whole Foods and GNC whenever possible. This is because, and I'm not the first person to say this, the supplement industry is a mess in terms of supplements not containing what their labels claim that they contain. This is a problem not just in terms of actually containing the ingredients that they claim to contain, but also the amounts of the ingredients that they claim to contain. Additionally, many supplement labels next to the claims that they make. So for example, let's say you read a fish oil bottle that said supports heart health, supports brain function. Many of these claims are followed or ended with an asterisk. And if you read further on the bottle, that asterisk has next to it that the statements are not approved by the FDA, meaning that you are essentially purchasing a product if you haven't done enough research on it and having enough faith in a company who is, whose possible sole purpose is just to get your money and you're having faith that they're telling you the truth that this is, product is going to do what they say it does. And in many instances, said products are the ones that dominate the shelves of brick and mortar stores because brick and mortar stores aim to sell whatever is going to rake in the most profit. And that's not always the ingredient that is the most effective. In fact, in my opinion, more often than not, it is the less effective ingredient because people are always looking to save a dollar and save time and not look into what ingredients are most effective. What further intensifies my distaste for supplements from brick and mortar stores is my observation that brick and mortar stores tend to partner with specific brands that do not specialize in one ingredient, but instead produce several different supplements with different ingredients that are designed for very different purposes. So instead of having a company that makes just fish oil and specializes in just fish oil, the brick and mortar store, for example, GNC, will carry one brand that makes fish oil and a whey protein and a cordyceps mushroom extract. The reason why I avoid those brands is because in the age of the internet, there have sprung about brands that specialize in one ingredient. For example, the KSM 66 ashwagandha um, is, a, is a product from a company that sells just the ashwagandha. Uh, or Nordic Naturals, which does have a diverse variety of products, but they mainly specialize in fish oil. And if you read their company's site, their fish oil is highly purified, goes through third-party testing, and uh, their website has links to the clinical studies that prove their product is effective in reducing inflammation. And if you do independent research or independent searching and reading of other people's research, you will see that fish oil and the doses provided in some of Nordic Naturals products actually work. 
So even though their claims on the bottle still have the FDA asterisks, they are valid and backed by multiple clinical studies. And before anybody gets on me and tries to say like, oh, what are you talking about? Nordic Naturals doesn't have potent enough products. I said some of their products. And specifically, I'm thinking of their two times concentrated fish oil. If you take four capsules of that, which is two servings, that provides 2.25 grams of EPA, um, which is one of the omega-3s that's sought after in fish oil. And at that dosage, at two grams, that's been studied over a several week long trial um, and was able to lower the mean, the mean percentage of C-reactive proteins in the study population by at least 50%. I believe it was something like 55 specifically. They compared a group that just took two grams of EPA per day versus a placebo group versus a group that took uh, two grams of EPA a day, as well as um, 400 milligrams of vitamin E. But in any event, the result from that that was significant to me is the fact that they were able to reduce C-reactive protein in plasma by uh, approximately 50%. And since that's a biomarker of inflammation, that is, according to the p-value of that study, that's statistically significant and proves that at that dosage, EPA from fish oil lowers inflammation. So that one product is the one I'm speaking on when I claim validity for Nordic Naturals claims. I'm not saying that all brands that make multiple supplements for very different purposes are bogus, um, because there are some I could think of at the top of my at the, off the top of my head that do a really great job of making quality products for very different purposes. So to be clear, that's, that's not the only indicator for a uh, supplement line being bogus. I'm just saying that in my experience, when I see those in brick and mortar stores, they do tend to um, be less potent forms of whatever supplement you're looking for. And that's so important because it's not as, it's not as if less uh, or lower potency equals lower or lesser of an effect, but still somewhat of an effect. To use the fish oil example again, there was another study I read that studied uh, fish oil and instead of two grams of EPA, it was a combination of um, around 1,300 milligrams of a mixture of EPA and DHA. And that study showed no significant, statistically significant lowering in plasma C-reactive protein levels. In other words, at two grams, you see a, somewhere around a 50% reduction if, of, uh, when EPA is taken daily. When there's 1,300 milligrams of um, not just EPA, but EPA mixed with DHA, because they didn't specify, at least as far as I read, the amount, the percentage of that that was EPA. But in other words, the, some, some amount that was lower than 1,300 milligrams, there w it, it doesn't translate to, okay, so now there's just less C-reactive protein lowering, but I'm still lowering C-reactive protein. That is incorrect. There was no significant lowering of the C-reactive protein 
meaning that there was a threshold that was not met. So you need to be looking for a specific minimum dosage to uh, elicit a specific biological response. And that is very important to understand so that you don't get duped essentially into buying a product for having the ingredient that works. The amount of that ingredient is essential to it functioning as it claims to function or as the company claims it functions in your body. Unless you have already done your fair share of reading upon a specific product before you go into a brick and mortar store, I would advise that you do not purchase it. If you just rely on that company's label um, to decide whether or not it's a good purchase, you are blindfolding yourself to the vast collection of information that probably already exists on that product um, including reviews, which I say are the least credible because there's always someone, even for great products, that's going to put give it one star or something like that. But more importantly, clinical studies and um, competing competing products that will that by uh, reading about you will learn may or may not be superior to the one you're about to purchase. Using the internet is a skill that is of the utmost importance when it comes to informing yourself about supplements. Doing your due diligence in regards to educating yourself about what supplements you take is so important because many supplements are not going to have effects that you can just tell by looking in the mirror. It's not like caffeine where you're, you automatically have more energy. For example, with C-reactive proteins, unless, you're, unless you have a chronic disease or something, you're probably not going to notice that your inflammation has been lowered. I know I haven't, um, but if you check my blood levels, it would probably reflect that because I've been using the same amounts that were in the clinical studies. And that's something that, that I should do on my uh, side of things. I should get my blood tested. But if a blood test costs, uh, you know, $1,000 if you don't have insurance, not everybody's going to do that. But they, are still, but they might still go ahead and get a supplement because they have faith that it will work. So make sure you educate yourself. You don't want to throw all this money down the drain. And it's not as easy as it sounds. Even with fish oil, I would say like 90% of the brands out there supply it in insufficient doses to reduce C-reactive protein and um, elicit some of the other biological responses that fish oil in sufficient quantities can elicit. Another reason why I try to purchase my supplements directly from online suppliers is because there are fewer intermediary steps in terms of transportation before I get the product compared to when you purchase a product uh, in brick and mortar stores from the shelf. Now that's not always the case, but if you just think about it, it makes sense. If I go to nordicnaturals.com and I uh, purchase 
fish oil, Nordic Naturals is from their facility where they produce the fish oil going to directly send their product to me. In other words, quality control for their product is finished at their facility. So when it leaves, it's in the quality that I want it in. In other words, sufficient potency, it hasn't um, become oxidized uh, through exposure to air or too much exposure to heat. So by the time it gets to me, um, it's more likely that it will still be fresh enough to elicit the biological responses I want it to elicit uh, from, from ingesting it. If you purchase a product from the shelves of, say, Whole Foods, let's say you grab a bottle of fish oil, chances are it's been through more intermediary steps of transportation before ending up in your hands. So Whole Foods instead orders the product from Nordic Naturals. Nordic Naturals sends it to them. Maybe Whole Foods doesn't have quality control on their trucks. I don't know. I'm not trying to uh, soil the name of Whole Foods. I'm just saying um, hypothetically. So they get the, the fish oil shipped to them, um, and they use the cheaper method. So maybe there's, it's not cooled on the way there. Maybe it's not shipped with refrigerated products. It's just stored with uh, products that... Um, are not temperature controlled. So it's a hot summer day, that fish oil gets oxidized a little bit. Okay, then let's say it doesn't go directly to the Whole Foods store that you purchased the supplement from. First, it goes to a Whole Foods distribution center where they have a stock of the product. Then when your local Whole Foods store needs some of the product, it gets it from the distribution center uh, of Whole Foods. So now you're getting a product that has come from a distribution center that got it from the direct supplier. This is all more time um, since it's been produced. In other, in other words, it is less fresh than had you bought it directly from the supplier. Another intermediary step should be considered. You don't know how long the product has been on the shelf. So... Um, there's at least two intermediary steps uh, added to your consideration when you purchase from a brick and mortar store instead of directly from the supplier that affect the freshness and therefore the quality of the supplement you're purchasing. For this reason, in addition to the others I've so far stated, purchasing supplements online is a smarter choice than purchasing them from brick and mortar stores. I think the main reason that weaker potency and sometimes completely ineffective supplements dominate brick and mortar store shelves is because there hasn't yet been a complete transition from the old generation of health enthusiasts to the younger internet age generation of health enthusiasts. Let's keep in mind that whereas today's health trends include things like cryotherapy and probiotics that might contain 450 billion probiotics per sachet being available to anybody with an internet connection, differ from the health trends from decades ago. At one point in time, yogurt 
was a emerging trend and hyped trend in the health world. When we consider that the generations that were alive back then are still alive right now, and that many people get stuck in their ways and do not necessarily upgrade with the technological and information advances that come as we advance into the future, it makes sense that there's still a market for those older uh, generation health trends. Older generations still serve as a customer base to purchase those products. Additionally, not everybody who purchases supplements um, is an enthusiast. Some people are just getting into the world of health and enhancing their health. So when they walk into a brick and mortar store, they don't necessarily know that the superior products tend to be available on the internet. They don't know exactly what they're looking for. So they can be swayed to purchase those products on the shelves by uh, a sales rep or by a label because they just don't know any better. Again, I want to I want to be clear that some products in these brick and mortar stores do work. I'm just speaking on what I see dominating the brick and mortar shelves. Things might change. Amazon just acquired Whole Foods. So we are seeing uh, one of the first, and in fact, the first that, uh, instance that I've noticed uh, of a major online company merging while technically absorbing um, a traditional brick and mortar store company. So we might see the products on supplement shelves in Whole Foods uh, change and evolve to reflect the newer updated trends in supplementation. And that would be great, but we'll see. In the meantime, I recommend that you purchase your supplements from online suppliers who specialize in either a single ingredient or a small set of specific ingredients instead of purchasing your supplements from traditional brick and mortar stores. That's all I wanted to cover today. Thanks for listening to The Athletic Cast. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.